Today's episode, booze or salad? Hmm, tasty. You can grow ideas in the garden of your mind. You just gotta deny the lie and Thank you for listening to The Belief Game. I'm Jeff Stein. Do you know that life is a belief game? Do you know that what you think, and far more importantly, what that thought feels like dictates how the experiences of your life (laughs) unfold? Do you know what you really want? Do you have any idea of the things that you're wanting, born in a desire to create, or just find relief from pain? This is The Belief Game. It's not about what religion or science or philosophy you believe, but rather what the story is that you tell about your own life and your own world, because that will create your world. What you think you receive, whether you believe you can or can't, you are right. So, today's episode, booze or salad? You know, there's an expression that I love, which says, it is better to have a shot of rum in joy than a salad in fear. And on the particular subject of food, there are dozens of consciousness-based diet books which teach you that if you love your food, it will love you. And there's not really that much exaggeration to it. And the same is true of medicines, lotions, supplements, you know, whatever. And I will say unequivocally that it is true that what you believe about your what you're doing affects the result and in more ways than you probably imagine. It's why the placebo is the most effective medication for the most diseases. For every clinical trial, there are a few people who have healing effects from the placebo, which makes it the best pharmaceutical ever. (laughs) But here's the kicker, and and this is the deep Jedi-level crux of the belief game. Do you believe it, right? There are spiritual masters the world abroad who have demonstrated this by consuming poison and surviving, walking across fire and not being burned, shrinking tumors with prayer alone. Even even one funny story of a yogi who consumed several tabs of LSD and retained all mental faculties. (laughs) I do not want to party with that guy. If I'm going to try acid, I want my pink elephants, right? And perhaps not all of these stories are true or would withstand clinical trial. In fact, I imagine very few would survive peer-reviewed scrutiny because they are not peers. They do not believe it's going to work. You know, take the classic story that we always read in the, in the news of the 110-year-old on their birthday who, when asked what their secret to longevity is, they say, I love my bacon, my butter, my booze, and my cigarettes. And we say, that's not possible. Well, I emphasize the first part of his statement. They love those things, and what you love will love you. Again, these are extreme cases of the most you know, firm, unwavering believers. And I'm the first to admit myself that there's no way I could drink poison and even for a second believe that it wouldn't kill me. Those examples are definitely one of those don't try this at home moments. But most of us, if we're truly honest, have a very mixed vibration of belief, as the masters say. Uh, we'll have moments where we believe very strongly or we believe partly that we can drink and smoke with no ill effects. You know, it's like we'll say, yeah, Jeff, I love drinking, but it doesn't love me. Okay, that's your belief. You can walk yourself to a shift on that belief, but if that's currently your belief, uh, that shot of rum will be pleasurable and have a downside, probably directly according to your definition. You know, oh, every time I drink, it makes me feel this way. Well, then it probably will. But you say, Jeff, it's based on proof. 
I've seen it happen. It works every time. Yeah, that's true, but it's not. It's not absolute to your circumstance because, uh, for one, it's the past, and so you can change it. And two, it's only proof if you decide it is. It could just be what used to happen. You know, and obviously you're saying, but Jeff, there's all this evidence and research and, and anecdotal experiences of many people, and they say it's all true. Okay, once again, uh, two things. One, is it true for everyone all the time? No, even to the point of the walking on fire example, right? It's not always true for everyone. And second, yes, everything has a stream of consciousness, of mass belief that is built on research and evidence, and it will dramatically foster your belief and therefore create matching circumstances in your experience. Research is believable uh, more than it is true. I know, right? We have lots of evidence, for instance, that eating tons of carbs makes you fat. And yet there are many people who can eat carbs all day and not get fat. Well, Jeff, they exercise more or have better genetics. Is that an absolute truth, or are you looking for more structure outside of your consciousness to prove the belief you've decided must be true? You've decided that carbs makes you fat, so if somebody doesn't get that, then there must be another factor. Again, the point is to recognize that every certainty from gravity to eternity is a persistently consistent mystery. And if you explore the power of belief in the equation, you will see it is the foundation that has more cause to the effect than studying the effect has on forming and reforming the cause even though that is often the case, because we believe it's true. You know, I trust the scientists. They say it's bad. I believe it's bad. Right. Ignorance may or may not be bliss, but it may allow you to form your own beliefs before they are overshadowed by the mass consciousness. You know, it's the old, I took the road less traveled by and it has made all the difference. And that's all I'm pointing to you. You might want to take a different road. Don't just take the same road because the people tell you that's the only road that works. And if you believed even a small percentage as strongly as these believers do... Think of the impact on your day-to-day results of the things that you consume or use. As far as the as a more simple version, the dialogue when you eat or put on skin creams or take medicine will massively improve the results if you're willing to cultivate and expand higher belief in your ability to receive the benefits or detriments of various things. It's what you think about when you're doing it. One example, in my younger years, when I used to eat pepperoni pizza, I'd have a stomach burn every time afterwards. And the more I noticed it, the more it happened. The more I said, this is what happens, it happens. Now, I can hear some of you saying, well, duh, Jeff, pepperoni has bad things in it. Of course it caused those problems. Well, again, (laughs) booze, butter, bacon, cigarettes, and he lived to 110. And you'll say, oh, Jeff, but obviously you're genetically predisposed, or, or maybe it was the combination of cheese and soda and pepperoni that did it. Those are all decisions to reinforce the decided belief that pepperoni is bad. And the universe, your consciousness, your prayers will be answered, and thy will be done. It will be bad. But if you switch that, you might get a different result. I decided that I was going to focus more on loving pepperoni pizza than believing it was bad for me. Now, it was a long, slow journey, and sometimes it meant sticking my fingers in my ears when someone went on a monologue about the dangers of cheese or soda or booze or whatever. You know, la, 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 don't tell me. But I found my balance and my new belief. Could I eat nothing but pepperoni all day and have no ill effects? Well, no. I don't believe that, so no. But I do believe now, unequivocally, that my digestive system can easily process the amount I do eat, which is as much as I want, almost every week, by the way. I love it. And as I believed it more and more, my blood work even matched my truth. My doctor was convinced my diet you know, matches some sort of vegan, no gluten, no whatever, everything diet, because that's what the numbers show, but that's not what I'm eating. And of course, they'll make it, oh, you're genetically predisposed, you're all this stuff, but okay. Again, I realize it's a long walk that requires a level of disciplined believing that will sometimes be hard to maintain, 
especially when you're as steeped as we are in food demonizing in our culture. Seriously, have you noticed how obsessed society is with identifying the enemies of our diet, our health, our physiology, and how little we emphasize those who can eat, you know, quote, bad things, be exposed to bad things, ignore antidotes to bad things, and still thrive? We barely notice all the victories and focus mostly on the dangers, to the detriment of our own ability to believe in it, or to cultivate, or to expand, or to become those victories. So you'll probably have to contact me to personally powwow your diet, your products, your choices, because it is an infinitely personal experience to master the belief about what you use and consume. But some homework to get you started here. First of all, exercise, eat well, use your lotions, your supplements, whatever makes you happy. Enjoy it. But think well. Watch the thinking. When you put that bite of food to your face, are you saying, oh man, this is going right to my gut, <laughs> All right? Or this is so bad for me. And if so, instead, try to love the food and say, oh, this is going to be so good. Or I can eat this forever and never get tired of it. Or, or, or I'm so grateful that I get to eat such tasty food all the time. I'm so lucky. Now, all these things won't shift instantly, but if you keep trying, eventually your love for what you love will be so dominant, it will cause your entire physiology to match that request, and your body will love it too. You will flood your body with the chemicals of joy and love, which translates to thriving and health. It literally tells your cells to thrive and be healthy when you're feeling as though what you're ingesting is going to make you thrive and healthy. But you got to believe it, and it's multi-layered. It's super simple in principle, but takes commitment to realize. But it's worth it, especially uh, if you're a fan of having a body that's physically thriving, which is pretty much all of us. And you love food and you'd like to be able to eat and consume and use things that make you happy without the fear that there's some sort of huge downside. All right. I'm Jeff Stein, and you can find me at jeffsworld.com, jeffs-world.com. My co-conspirators and I help individuals, companies, and organizations cultivate, sustain, accelerate, and become the inspiration in action. Seriously, if you want your life or company or staff to be a reflection of your authentic, purpose-driven selves, contact us and help me help you. Help me help you. Thanks for listening. Please think responsibly. You want answers? I don't know. I'm Embrace it. Just asking. Life is choice. The power to create happiness. You can choose to be a victim or anything else you'd like to be. You want to change the world? Don't know how to begin. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. It's the right path. It's a path made of principle that leads to character. You, the people, have the power to make this Come life on. free and beautiful. To make this Come life on. a wonderful Come adventure. On. Come on. Come on. Come on. Hey. Come on. Come on. Come on, 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 all right, come on.